us the raw definition is dislike of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against men. The way men are taught to or not taught to deal with their emotions, misandry. Men being murdered, misandry. Men going being in prison, misandry. Um, men not being taught how to socialize in order to, f to form healthy, like supporting non-romantic, non-sexual bonds with other people of any gender, misandry. All of that shit, I would say, falls into that and, uh, and is... Yeah reinforced by systems of power. I don't think you should call that misandry. I think you should call that patriarchy. I think all of that is patriarchy. If you have a black man and a white woman and law enforcement involved, how's that situation going to go? Right? So in my mind, it was like, well, it's, it's her femaleness that is kind of modifying this uh, and, and creates such a dangerous situation for the, for the man who's involved here. But when I stepped back and you know examined it further it's not her femaleness that's necessarily granting her that it's her whiteness like the whiteness is where the power is coming from it's not the fact that she's a woman in fact the fact that she's a woman in that scenario it's a red flag we should all just okay. do mushrooms i was just thinking that i actually had a dream that because i have a mushroom chocolate bar just like on my desk in the other room there mm. and i had a dream that i like accidentally ate it instead of my other chocolate before meeting you guys and that i just showed up mm. high on mushrooms um, you are, that's like, that, you, for some reason, like halfway through the live, you kept saying that your microphone was fucking up and we were like, no man, we can hear you fine. And you kept screaming <laughs> at us. It was crazy. I don't know what the fuck is going you on. You like a robot. It was. Yeah. You, you were like making a robot, a robot noise. Yeah. You were making a robot voice yeah. into your regular microphone. <laughs> Sounds like something. I was it was really disruptive. Yeah. yeah. And, also and, wake up, wake up. Yeah. Oh, d hey, don't know. That's, <laughs> do that. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Good job. We oh, miss no. you. We miss you, Finley. <laughs> the doctor said you don't have long, long left. It's been 60 years. So on, on that note, uh, let, let's get into it. Welcome to Waving the Red Flag, the number one childhood movie nostalgia. And um, we'll go with um, Transcendentalist Dread-Inducing Video Game yes. um, podcast in the world. You with damn right. At least top 50. You know, we we yeah. are at least one of the podcasts in that space of all time. Uh, I mean, at least we're the one. best one you're listening to right now, at this current moment. So, yeah, number one on that list. Yeah, no question. absolutely. We got Eddie Button, we got Josh, we got Alvin, and also special guest tonight. Bam, 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 bam. Coming through. Can't doing some. And very very happy to be here. I was excited. When Can't even fit through out. doors. Too swole. 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 Yeah. That's the next evolution of the rebrand. You know, swole, mm. too swole. Too swole <laughs> and too wholesome. And too wholesome, you know. Too swolesome, too furious, you know. Mm. Starring Finn Diesel. Let's go. Mm. <laughs> Finn Diesel. <laughs> I hate that I'm going to use that. <laughs> you got to do it, man. You got to do it. I watch it. I've only seen like three and two quarters of like the fast and furious <laughs> movies how many of them are there now 10 now like 17 about i think 10 10 they started doing roman numerals and shit yeah it's like land before time for car bros except mm. for except for land before time went to that phase where they were all vh straight to vhs and became the same mm. movie true but these are still like making like billions of dollars well not making billions of dollars they're the revenue produces billions of dollars. They're actually not making much profit anymore. But everybody's getting paid, so that's good. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. 
they're still making they're still making the second part the part two of of ten. So, what kind of topics you guys looking to get into tonight? Um, anything catch your eye? Mm, I'm I mean, sorry. there's there's, there, there's only one I don't want to do. <laughs> to be oh, what's that one? Which one? So we well, so that's we the one we're doing. Oh, it's, oh, I bet I oh I bet I know. You know which one it is? Oh, is it? Does it end with a question mark and has three D letters? I mean, I t- I'll tell you what it is. I'm a grown ass man. Um, Ooh. I don't, I don't want to necessarily <laughs> do. Uh, I don't necessarily want to do women solo traveling. Boom, without a mm. woman present, because I feel like our perspective on that is kind of like, what, mm. what can we possibly say on that? But everything else, I think, so is, much. Is solid. Holy shit! I can say no. I it's, can, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, I can it's talk gonna the whole be rest some of the podcast. I mean, you can, you can talk the whole rest of the podcast on any fucking thing, including shit yeah. that you've never seen before. Like I've seen you That's do true. it, but um. <laughs> That don't mean it would be good takes, but again, I'm open to I'm open to whatever. But that's the only one that I was like, ah, I don't know about that one. I, mean, I, don't know. I thought it was interesting. It was interesting to like look into and learn about. But yeah, that's not really like as a as someone who's not a woman, I don't really don't really have many like valuable takes on that. I guess. Yeah, like I, don't, I know I don't, women. I, think, Phil, I know women. That that's what I'm saying. I up. came out of a woman. That's where I started. And best believe she was going places. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was solo traveling <laughs> with me for nine months, man. Come on, like luggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know all the kind of, I, I I feel like I don't know like I understand being okay I understand being like I don't want to talk as an authority on a given thing because I'm not an authority on a given thing but this idea that we like can't talk about like from a third perspective a thing because we're not part of that group I don't know that I agree with that so I don't I feel like our perspectives are actually interesting and valid they're incomplete that's, that's but, that's yeah. not my point. That's not my point. Okay. So so we talk about things that we that we have no direct experience on all the time. We had yeah. a whole conversation about Drake and Most Def, and none of us are fucking rappers, at least not anymore. Nope. Finn, I heard <laughs> yeah. your mixtape; it was great. That's true. But you know we're not rappers the right Ending now. Flowery was amazing, actually. One hundred percent. So so my point is that you don't you don't too. necessarily have to be something in order to talk about it. I just don't think that. Having a perspective on solo female travel as a man, I don't think there's much meat on the bone there. I just don't think it's I just don't think it's a lot for us to talk about that's substantive. Like I can I can spitball about what the fuck ever. Like I can talk to you about anything. Okay, and I, I'm gonna shut the fuck up because I now we're just talking about what we shouldn't talk about. But <laughs> I do think that I would. <laughs> I think that part of what and we I and we can talk about it. Like I don't like I don't yeah. think it would be like taboo or anything. I just don't think it's substantive. <laughs> I do think that half of the like the interesting thing about women's solo travel is just solo travel in general because most of the things that are brought up in that video are just things about being a human and so i feel like sometimes we kind of go a thing that women are doing is a women's thing and i'm like sometimes it's just like no i'm inspired by this so i want to talk about this inspiring thing that women happen to be taking lead on is kind of part of the thinking when i was kind of thinking about it um where i was kind of getting snagged is it's like well i have questions i have questions for like women who solo travel is kind of where it comes to so it's like it's like i I, i'd want to because i can speculate on why they'd want to do that i can make some guesses but it's like but they they know the actual answers yeah fair so with that being said I watch women on TikTok traveling all the time on solo, but you know what I'm saying? I get, I, I get it, baby. I get yeah, it. no, we know what we know what your TikTok <laughs> feed looks like. We know the girl in Tokyo. We remember, yeah. <laughs> it's just nothing but bookmarks. Hey, look, we all had the same girl come across our feed, so I don't know yeah, why we did. Yeah, we did. Hey, I don't, no, look, you weren't solo what, in that travel. 
I don't I'm control just, what the I'm algorithm sends me. I don't control what the algorithm <laughs> yes, sends me. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah, no, you I do. don't. They're trying to introduce <laughs> me to new stuff in addition to feeding my echo chamber. They're trying oh, to keep okay. me hooked. You know? Yeah, you know, you know like what some... was, It was some claps in that echo chamber. Yeah. No, Josh, what was that going? What was that going, Josh? What was that going, Joshua? <laughs> oh, he's saying your, your whole name. I know, right? It's fisticuffs. Uh, I was just saying, like, you know, the, the algorithm policy said, oh, well, you might like some cheeks, uh, you know, and, you know, with some wholesome uh, independent black woman traveling into this city that, uh, you know, we, we know that you would like to visit. Yeah. Fair enough. Everyone's clicking on it. Fair enough. We think you, you might, too. <laughs> Fair enough. And it wasn't wrong. Or was it? <laughs> it wasn't, because we all had the same reaction. But anyway, anyway, let us. Fair enough. We digress. I, I, okay, so I'm in between is misandry real and the loneliness crisis. Mm. I got bad takes on both. I know. I have takes on both. I don't know how good they are. Okay, I, somebody raise your hand with something that you feel like you have a good take on. <laughs> I mean, like, way, we can, which, we can, which let's, let's go ahead and start off with is misandry real. Let's, I, hit, let's hit it. You know, y'all know my track record. <laughs> I'm the least like when it comes to these topics. Oh. <laughs> and I actually, you know, just one. just and just for like argument's sake, I had oh, to like shit. Google. <laughs> I know I what the fuck is the right definition. Now. Okay. Because I was off just off a of fresh read is misandry real? Yeah, I would say it is, but you know, I think a lot of people nice. use the word okay. incorrectly. You know what I'm saying? Like um, and then, like, there's a lot of uh, misogynism within said misogyny or internalized, da, 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 da. but just the raw whoop, definition whoop, yeah. is dislike of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against men. And when I read that, I said, "Hell yes, misandry is real." It's right there on the paper. That's that's what they that's what y'all selling. Ain't I see. That? I see it in the comments. The description. I see it in the comments. I see it on the internet. I see it in like just. So some of the shit that like I've seen like women, like women will say stuff like I've never agreed with a man like or like or just like downplay men's intelligence <laughs> just overall like just on some dumb shit and I can get I've it never. I get it I get it why yeah. you could understand that but when you just like paint this narrative of this picture for an overall group to where you label every single man or just just because a man is a fucking man he ha- he's he's already like two steps behind you know what I mean like just that prejudice against men. And also, I extend that olive branch to of because I I can understand where that uh where that does come from, as the overall culture um that we live in. I think prejudice is the word that most people should be using in these situations. But when people talk about misandry, they're using it as an equal and opposite description for misogynistic behavior and i think that that's inaccurate in a similar vein that i wouldn't say reverse racism is is a thing when people say that reverse racism is a thing what they're really talking about is prejudices um based on what the the actual accepted definition of racism is versus you know a miriam webster kind of situation which is usually what like the lay person will We'll quote with racism. Um, however, to your point, Josh, I do think there are prejudices against men. I don't think those prejudices are something that I want to give too much time to, because if I'm devoting finite resources on how we solve certain things, that's very far down the list of, you know, that's like 200th on the list of problems that I need to solve in the world. It ain't um, but I, baby, I got you. Yeah, but I do think I do think that what you're saying at its core is correct. But I think that a lot of people try to think. Of it as an equal and opposite reaction to what women experience, and that's just not the misogyny. Case. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it's not. Now, now, now I agree with you 100% there. It's not an equal thing. Yeah, my take to about to misogyny. be worse than I thought. All right. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, hey, <laughs> let's get into it. No, no go ahead. <laughs> let, me gonna... just give, let me just, I'll, hey, look, three verse, three on one. Y'all can all pile up and then. I mean, like, look, I'm, I, I agree with that then point, but I want to hear what, you know, Finn and Eddie got to say. I, I like I like Eddie I like that you knew that I was just gonna be like yeah no I agree um, <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> yep join uh, up like Voltron because I'm still I'm ready I like to you. let's go <laughs> I uh, I absolutely think that that uh, there are people out there who are prejudiced against men um, I think that exists for sure and I think that there is something to be argued for misandry being baked into aspects of patriarchy but of course patriarchy is itself um incredibly oppressive towards women misogyny is a much more violent force misogyny is embedded in nearly every aspect of our culture potentially i mean there's probably an argument to be made for it being embedded in every aspect of our culture and that's just not the case with with prejudice against men it's just it doesn't doesn't work the same way and i've had this conversation with men many times before where you know they say well misandry is a real thing and you ask okay well what rights did men have to fight for men like as a group men specifically because of course when you start getting into obviously like race that adds a whole other layer to it like men men um who are i was about to pull the civil rights movement yeah. out my ass yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely <laughs> absolutely and that's where but that's I had to fight for the right to vote. Is, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly it though is it's like it's it's Misandry, misandry comes with other features. I think like the the violence towards black masculinity in particular is a really good example of that. It's where like blackness with manhood creates this this like you know it's it's intersectionality, right? Like it creates a new kind of force that people react to in a different way than just reacting to just a more generic idea of men. Um, which in a white supremacist culture typically is describing, like in most people's minds, I think of white men specifically, right? Um, so I think there's a lot to unpack on the topic of misandry. But overall, I agree that hatred of men just for being men specifically is not a systemic thing. It's not embedded in systems of power. I feel like we have this conversation around intersectionality and we talk about like the unique experience that black men have when it comes to police violence, incarceration, education, healthcare, blah, blah, blah. And we talk about intersection and inherent in intersection is like when you have two marginalized identities intersecting with one another and we kind of go, okay, so they're black. That's a marginalized identity. And then it intersects with some other thing that causes a unique marginalized experience. And that other thing is manhood. But we somehow like skip over the fact that that must mean that there's a marginalized experience with manhood. Like we kind of wave over that. There's an intersection between these two things, but one of them somehow isn't a marginalized group. And I think inherent in what you said is there is a view on men and masculinity that is a part of what we call patriarchy that negatively impacts men's lives and always has. And when you intersect that with race, you have some very unique problems that result in the deaths, imprisonment, enslavement of black men, for instance. And it's unique to black men. So the idea that it doesn't like that it doesn't operate systemically or through lines of power just seems self-contradictory. So to, so to Alvin's point about prejudice versus racism, da 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 da. But I think when it comes to this, is misandry real? Josh, your point. For sure, 
misandry is something that like there are individual people who maybe have like a disdain for men but i don't think that that's particularly that much of an issue like i don't think that causes much of an it's issue not a system it's not a, a systematic you know structure yeah it's not it's not it's not changing women. up people's lives but the the part where i strong disagree is whether or not there is a systemic kind of thing that runs in parallel to something like systematic racism or whatever or misogyny and i would say yeah absolutely now the conversation of whether or not it's like equal i i would say no but like maybe but i, I don't think that's the right argument to have to, to to try and compare it or make it a, at odds with one another i would just say it does follow systematic lines and i feel like all of us in all of our content have talked about it like repeatedly, like we always talk about the way the patriarchy hurts men, but when it comes to saying, okay, so the patriarchy hurts men, then all of a sudden we act brand new, like, like what we just said doesn't count anymore. Okay. So I don't think, I don't think that maleness, because, because there's also, there's also a situation where you can have two things separately that have no effect. And then when you combine them together and now they have a huge effect, that's how you get like okay. bombs and shit out of like benign materials. So Synergies can make something intersectionality. I guess is the I, that's my point. I think it does, yeah, right? Yeah. So I think okay. that maleness in and of itself is not marginalized. So I think when you when you attach to Finn's point, when you attach blackness and masculinity, that's when you get that point. That's when you get the bomb, right? Benign material okay. sitting in sitting in a safe storeroom, no Inert. explosion. Yeah, you know, two things combined, synergize, bomb. I think that what's hurting men now with the patriarchy is the fact that the patriarchy is being pushed back against, and those men are not actually adapting well so i think their inability to adapt to a situation where the patriarchy does not allow them the same overwhelming show of force that it used to you know even quite frankly you know 30 40 years ago like that has changed mm -hmm. i think they're not adjusting to that so i don't think the patriarchy in and of itself like the patriarchy in and of itself was overwhelmingly positive on most output metrics for men like men were living longer, it helps your careers. Like it's like like that's that's systemically supported. I think Did now what you have, yeah, oh, yeah. No. And then so now what you see is a lot of people, and it ties into the you know the other conversation, which is why I picked these two um, as my as my favorites. So the loneliness epidemic, you have a lot of men that are more lonely than women because they're mm -hmm. not adjusting to a situation where the patriarchy does not favor them as much. So I don't think there is a situation where you're marginalized just for being male. I think it only comes with, you know, people along various racial, ethnic, nationality lines where you combine those two and then you get the ball. This is this is actually sorry. No, no, no. Go. No, no. Go. Go, go, go. I just um, I, I made I, I fucked up a while ago. I made a mistake <laughs> that, that like I had to kind of uh, confront that because I, I had a segment in one of my videos that was talking about how I have had people, you know, present the idea of female privilege to me, maybe it is real in certain certain scenarios, right? Because like, I think it kind of would exist in a similar vein if we were arguing that yes, systemic misandry exists, then like, yes, there are there are situations where it's beneficial to be a woman, I think would be kind of the flip side of that conversation. Um, yeah. And in my mind, like my reasoning was, if you have a black man and a white woman and law enforcement involved, how's that situation going to go? Right? So in my mind, it was like, well, it's it's her femaleness that is kind of modifying this uh, and and creates such a dangerous situation for the for the man who's involved here. But when I stepped back and you know examined it further, which I should have done before, like posting the segment in this video, it's not her femaleness that's necessarily granting her that; it's her whiteness. 
like the whiteness is where the power is coming from. It's not the fact that she's a woman. In fact, the fact that she's a woman in that scenario is she's powerless. Her whiteness creates a pure powerlessness that she needs to be protected, which is part of why she's so dangerous, right? Um, well, like in, in the scenario being described. Hey. So, yeah, I, I go for it. My issue with that way of looking at what power is, is that I think instead of looking at like the impact of a set of situations to determine like who has power or whatever, we try and turn it into ideology first and break it down and go like, oh, well, actually her power isn't really power because it's dependent on this structure. But it's like, that's kind of how all power works. Like an individual white man by himself or an individual white cop doesn't have power by themselves. They have a system that helps them. Now with white femininity, for instance, that power is activated through like imagery around pureness, powerlessness, demureness, all of all of that, that, that stereotypical shit. So you're, you're not wrong there. But to say that a situation where you can enact violence on another person through a system, regardless of the narrative there, that's power. And that power exists uniquely when femaleness is added into the equation. So it's definitely not her femaleness by itself, but it's a modifier. Because if you change up the genders there, the, the scenario doesn't go exactly the same way. But there are also various situations where black women don't get afforded that same level of treatment in the exact same situation. Of course. So because the they're not white, white. So, so exactly. So the whiteness is the primary modifier, if nothing yep. else. right? See, it's, it, you, you've, you've, you've left out a base rate comparison there. That's you would fair. Have to say whether that's not, fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. No, you're you would right. have to compare them to black men to, to, to make the argument that you're making, which maybe you have stats on this, but that by itself doesn't tell us anything. I, I actually do have stats on this. Um, as uh, I, yeah, point, I thought you might. Yeah. As, I, as I pointed out at various points, I actually did a good bit of this research myself back when mm. there were various sources where you could find like murder and also violent crime data, you know, on, online free access. Mm. The LA Times used to keep a database. The Guardian used to keep a database. Please support The Guardian if you if you don't. They they constantly get their budget cuts and that's why they can't do this kind of cool shit anymore but the fbi also has um not current but old like databases on those kind of things the murder rate for men in general is astronomically higher versus their female counterparts just across the board so black men get murdered way more than black women white men get murdered way more and even any misclassification doesn't close that gap significantly but if you look mm -hmm. at violent crime and like police brutality and all that kind of stuff it's actually much closer than you think it's actually very very close um in terms of overall rates um for everyone or black and black uh, men and women specifically? black men and women for 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 yeah. violent crime and, and police brutality i actually didn't look at every single race i looked at every single race for murder with my data um okay. but for black men and women it's it's very very close if you look at it from that wide of a, a perspective really no i just i mind blown didn't know that yeah but again, but again, like black men are something like six times more likely to be murdered than black than black women. But if you add in assault, you know, like all, like again, every violent crime, like it's 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 gotcha. it's almost one. -to -one. I think that gives us like a picture, but it's not like to. I think sometimes we do like when it comes to these conversations around the way that like, for instance, patriarchy hurts men. I think we we start doing this weird shit where we like try and like do food stamp discounts on being murdered. Like if you get if a if a single population is getting murdered at a at a, like a rate of six to one to another population that they share comparable experiences of violence with in any other scenario, we, we would go. That's a unique problem. Like that's a unique problem that is affecting this demographic. 
but he, here for some reason, I'm not saying you specifically are doing this, but here we try and go like, oh, but these murders don't exist. Like this in, uh, discrepancy in murder doesn't actually count. It's like being dead is one of the worst situations that can happen to you. That's, that's if fair. it's happening at 600% for one group versus another, that's a systematic issue, period. Even if there's some other metrics that are like kind of equal. So, and I don't think we play that game with any other group. And I, and I agree, but some of it is, is, you know, like I remember being at the table with like CDC officials and you, because again, this is, this is a relationship that holds true for every single like, like racial ethnic group, right? Yeah. Um, Part so, of so one of the things that they will talk about is, is, is testosterone poisoning, right? So it's like oh, risky behaviors based on, based on f- physiological, potential physiological yeah. differences because uh, there, there are very few outside of hormonal um you know in terms of like brain chemistry and all that kind of stuff you know like our brains are very 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 similar there are very few areas of the brain that are different um like you're looking at like the pre-optic area and then um amygdala responses to to fear fear stimuli all that kind of shit um but very few areas of our brains are different so they actually talk about testosterone poisoning almost in an academic sense so like a lot of this stuff is just like men doing being more prone to dangerous behaviors like and a dangerous and aggressive behaviors. Now I'm not saying that's not exacerbated by the patriarchy, but I also don't think that that's something yeah. that's that that's that's caused by women, right? Like I think that's something that's like no, no, no. we and just see, do, we do it, we do it, we do it at a systemic level because we do it individually, and it and it and it scales up. I think there's a problem with the argument, uh, like the argument that I'm making, and the way that it maybe comes across is that. And understand, because this is a point that both all of you all have made, which is that like misandry mostly gets brought up by idiots who are trying to derail conversations around misogyny. And so a lot of the arguments are like, oh, men's negative experiences are actually the problem, like the cause by women or caused by feminism. That's not true as far as I can tell. And so I just want to preempt that stance of like, oh, women are causing the. That's not anything in my argument, at least, yeah, though yeah, I understand yeah. why it's associated with the argument that I'm making, but it's not my argument. Yeah, that's fair. So like when it comes to us being more because because implied by what you were just saying is a conversation that comes up a lot when people go like men are getting murdered a lot. This is a problem. This is a systemic problem. This is something that happens at power structures. They're being murdered and then imprisoned for murdering people and a shit ton of men are just being locked away. Like parts of our chunks of our population are just being locked away. Part of that is people then go, yeah, but who's killing them? Oh, well, other men. Well, therefore, it doesn't count. This makes no sense as an argument. Like, first of all, even if it is a testosterone poisoning thing, I would venture that a whole bunch of it is to do with socialization. And when you teach a bo- when you teach men that, one, it is appropriate to induce physical harm on other men in order to make your point known, and two, that your pain in response to being harmed is not valid. Those two things are a way that a power structure indoctrinates you into your own self-harm. And I think that that's a large contributor to this. And I would classify as internalized misandry or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And I, and I agree. And so my final piece on that, because I knew that's where there was going. And I, and I think you're right. Is that murder is actually fairly fucking rare. So so all of that, So all of that to say, like... Like, yeah, like if, if your point stands on on, say, murder, I'm not saying it does. I'm just saying like as a person, because, you know, because, yeah. you know, but I'm just saying like as a person who's talked to people where like a lot of times they bring up the same murder statistics I have murder still fucking rare. This, this this is this is the killer of men, like just being frank. Um, I would say that's it, also a socialization issue. 
If like we can that, make, can, now we, that is a be, that is a better argument. No, that is a better argument. Yeah, because that is pick, a better argument. I picked murder because we talked about murder. Like the same way we could talk about. And I'm not. And I'm not. And I'm like not saying you tax, did, And it's you like know? a little thing. It's yeah. like no, the shit stretches out in a bunch of different ways. If we want to talk about the way men yeah. are taught to or not taught to deal with their emotions, misandry. Men being murdered, misandry. Men going being in prison, misandry. Um, men not being taught how to socialize in order to f- to form healthy like supporting non-romantic non-sexual bonds with other people of any gender misandry all of that shit i would say falls into that and uh, and is yeah. reinforced by systems of power and then even if even if you and and to, to your point even if you want to put all of those things as small things it could just be death by a thousand cuts so my whole thing is that i don't think you should call that misandry i think you should call that patriarchy i think all of that is patriarchy That to me feels like an unnecessary, like uh, semantic, like concession. I like, think it, it I think semantics like, well, matter. Feels, no, no, I I agree. That's why I'm saying to the to the lo- and, and wait to wait till we talk about how I'm gonna tear apart the lo- the loneliness epidemic like piece of this. Oh, what you call it? Oh yeah, I'm because because communi- communication of how you talk about this shit and how you socialize this stuff one million percent matters. And I think that misandry versus calling something patriarchy is profoundly impactful. Into in the way the, I'm curious the social media to see how is. you say this because I would say if you have a system that impacts lots of different people of lots of different genders in various different ways, talking about the way it impacts a specific group using a unique word has importance. And my other issue is something that seems to be like, and Finn, I think you should go in a second because I, I feel like I haven't heard from you in a bit, but my issue with calling it putting it all under one umbrella is that something that often happens is. I hear men complain about a valid, like, emotional issue or concern, and then people kind of go, oh, well, that's just the patriarchy, which by words is fine. But what they're actually saying is, hey, shut up about that. That's what you're actually expressing is just like the trickle-down effects of something that's really mostly about non-men, femmes, women, whoever. And so the solution to your problem is not in addressing your problem directly at all. It's in focusing as much energy as possible on our concerns. And I think that's a very good way of alienating a group of people who actually whose concerns are actually entirely in line with what non-men want anyway. But by saying, hey, no, it's not about your thing. It's about this larger thing. So shut the fuck up about your specific thing instead of going like, cool, that's a specific part of this. Let's address those while we're addressing this because it's all part of the same system. But we don't do that. So and and I'm going to shut up because, then you know, it's becoming a. The fucking yeah. Eddie Budden and and um Ish podcast Lex right Ruther. now. Yeah, yeah. Um that's that was a very there's there's a very good reference by the way for people. Oh there. yeah. But, I, um, I caught you. I'm cautious, my nigga. <laughs> we see, we see, I, I we got see. You. No. I see it. Ah, uh, there we go. Um but, I didn't know the girl, man. I I didn't know her from you. Yeah, man. You didn't. Mm. You didn't. Um Shut the fuck up in 2024. But anyway, so see when you always fucking acting light skin on this podcast, bro. <laughs> you the lightest motherfucker on the podcast. Actually, not today. Not today. I mean, anyway, oh, uh, <laughs> you, you, you got beat up by one shade, nigga. One shade. You're welcome, Eddie. <laughs> thanks, thanks, man. Thanks. Man. That's my favorite soundbite of the year. What? That's my favorite soundbite of the year, man. That's the greatest shit that he's ever done. And that's saying a lot. Which, which, what is the fuck? Where, he, where they argue about that shit, and he just throws his headphones off and says, "Shut the fuck up in 20... No, yes. Oh yeah. Stop talking about the shit. <laughs> and he starts like he starts. Uh, yeah. yeah. After oh, he man. claimed that he was, <laughs> he claimed this was being emotional. 
Yeah, he was like, why are you being emotional? And he's fucking screaming at the top of his lungs. Like, he's gaslighting the fuck out of that man. The whole fucking oh, podcast. Man. The way he was moving was, was wild because he was literally screaming at the top of his lungs. The other dude says, man, you, I'm about to start screaming back at you. And he's like, look, I don't know why you're acting this terrible. Yeah, I'm like, you're, you're a piece of shit. shit. You're a fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a piece of shit, man. <laughs> Cause I know whatever he got accused of doing that he did all of he that did shit. that shit whatever he, they he say did he did, that, he he did, did. It. whatever yeah. they <laughs> said he did that shit holy fuck like, guilty as fuck like goddamn yeah, guilty yeah. as fuck okay no but so so my only thing about what about how you just phrased it is I think you're doing what you accuse other people of doing like earlier when you stated in that in that section right so when okay. people say that that's just the patriarchy what I think ultimately they're saying is that it's the onus is on men to solve it, which I firmly believe, right? So if it's a man-made problem, men need to come up with solutions to solve it. And when you put it in something that has the connotations and baggage of something like misandry, what you're saying is, it's not my problem to solve it. It's everybody's problem to solve my problem. So I think, so I think, so I think putting it in patriarchy makes it squarely like, this is, this is, this is on you, motherfucker. Like the onus is on you to fix the shit that, your structural issues caused um and now i'm i'm off my issue but it also it also kind of um kind of neglects the fact that like these interactions aren't just people on on x formerly known as twitter uh being shitty to a guy who's sad right like i i I feel like so often when we're talking about this kind of thing you know a guy brings up a problem that that is unique to men like you know male loneliness male isolation these kinds of things and it's like well the way to solve that is solving all of these other problems that impact people of other genders and you need to shut up about it. That Does that really happen outside of the internet? Does that happen off of social media? And don't get me wrong, interactions on social media matter. They impact individual people. They impact the way people feel about themselves. It's not like those things are negligible. They matter. Those things matter. But I've got actually like here within, within reach, like, like, abolition Ooh. feminism now angela davis has dedicated so much of her life to 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 like specifically addressing the way black men are are targeted by patriarchy and the violence toward them and the incarceration of black men and that's like a huge huge part of what she's done in her feminist work and many other feminists as well i mean right on oh my god i promise i didn't do this on purpose but right under it we've got the will to change yeah. by Bell Hooks, another feminist <laughs> I got a shelf. Where is the scholar? <laughs> yo, turn your hey, camera. Yo, yo, turn your scholar. Come and do. But that's 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 the thing, right? Is these guys who are using the phrase misandry, these these conversations that make it seem like it's just interactions on social media where a man is sad and people shut him down and tell him to you know like suck it up. It's like no, these guys have the opportunity to learn about all of the work that feminists are doing, have been doing to address these problems for men. Like, that's a lot of what feminism does. Specifically, that's what mm-hmm. black feminism does. And so it's just, you know, Especially to get back to everything hooks. that we were. Yes. Especially oh, yeah. bell hooks. Yep. And I one thing about, uh, yeah. I was just going to say that one thing about, like, the she gets a lot of hate from men, oddly enough. Bell hooks? Yes. She's the, that's she's not, the that's nicest. That's true. That is, it's, yeah, yeah, she's no, she the, is the nicest, ni- she's the nicest feminist exactly. of note. <laughs> Exactly. She's but, nice as fuck the black exactly, man. Just but, being but honest. I've seen like so much hate. <laughs> Yo, I've seen like I've just seen like a lot of hate just in comments on Bell Hooks. 
You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't make sense because I don't even think they actually take the time to like fully ingest the entire message and just look at something just to respond and be upset about, to paint a picture for what their agenda is, mm-hmm. which is appropriately aligned with like Alvin so eloquently stated when he low-key shut us all up for a second. <laughs> it's just like they have they have not adjusted well to current day, state, and time and where the and patriarchy having us back against the wall in a sense. See, I okay, let me not get distracted by half of the point that you just made. I feel like what's happening in this conversation. And it's it's not an unfair thing because sometimes I think a, a word just gets poisoned by, like wor- words are how they're used. I'm, I'm, I'm very much a like a descriptivist when it comes to the way language works. So if we're saying that the word misandry has been co-opted in such a way that it's being used as a um, misogynistic dog whistle, I wouldn't even disagree with that if that's the argument being made here. But, but I think part of what's happening here is I'm trying to put forward an argument that there are systemic ways in which gender impacts men negatively and it is enforced by power structures and it impacts men in ways that are very, very significant. The word that I'm using for that is misandry because it seems like a good analog for that. It's more than just patriarchy. It's specific, though. I understand why we might go, well, OK, Eddie, you're using the word misandry, but half the time these motherfuckers using the word misandry are trying to act like, oh, feminism is the problem or any of the points that you made, Finn. So, yeah, I don't. I that, that was beautifully stated, but I don't think misandry is the word is the word for what we're describing. I don't. Like, okay. I don't like. You're, that's one thousand percent correct. But I don't think misandry is the right word for that because just at the end of the day, just the bare bones description of it is the dislike of, <laughs> contempt for, My or God. ingrained prejudice against men. Now, that could be, like, on an individual level and a systematic level, but as far as systematic, there are certain instances, but, like, there's, I mean, like, niggas ain't got, like, a, you know, a whole bunch of barriers, societal barriers barriers in their way just because they're men. Like, that's, that's Being not Being dead happening. is a barrier. What have, what have I just spent well, the last, like, 30 minutes to brother, going through? Pause, Sorry. my brother. Pause, my brother. I thought you weren't using even... murder. I thought you weren't using murder as an example, motherfucker. I just okay, told you that. I just told you about that one. That's not what I was saying. Look at you. Switching it up. Right. No. I'm saying. I can't give It's 2024. It's 2024. I can't give examples. ain't a motherfucker that like a nigga. What am I talking about? Nobody dying, nigga. I don't know. I'm going to throw a wrench in. Um... In the trans community, there is a phrase trans androphobia, which is describing the ways I'm that... I'm sorry, you, one, one more time for me, brother. Oh, trans androphobia. Trans androphobia. Yep. Mm. So Andro. it's it's describing, and, and I, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for like giving giving cis people this word, but you know, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's out there, it's out there, but, but, <laughs> but <laughs> it's describing, it's describing, it's a, similar to, you know, trans misogyny, describing the sort of unique hatred of masculinity that is expressed by transmasculine people um the ways that you know the for lack of a better description misogyny that we experience through transphobia of being sort of like viewed as women by transphobic people um intersects with our transness and our expressions of masculinity to make us dangerous to make us, um, you know, easier to erase, uh, to to sort of neglect the psychological and like the mental health needs, the emotional needs of uh, of transgender men, very often in similar ways to the, to the way that cisgender men experience that uh, that kind of erasure and 
I guess, neglect for, for lack of a better word. And I wonder, and this is just, just me musing. So nobody, nobody come at me. Whoa, Jesus. Nobody come at me for this one. Um, I see where you're going. Yeah. I, I like maybe androphobia, maybe, maybe there's another word we could use because it's just recognizing the way that misandry has been completely just, it's been appropriated by some pretty shit. I'm open to that argument for sure. Yeah, that, I'm I'm very open to that one. And androphobia, ain't you? because I was going to ask, because I, I didn't want to um, reduce it down too much to your trans identity, but it's like, it seems like if people, if like maleness or manness or masculinity is like a part of your identity that is like um, uh, contended about by society, then I feel like that's a very unique perspective where you can go, okay, this person didn't have an issue with me when they saw me this way. They have an issue with me when they see me this way or in X, Y, Z context. What is the thing that is changing? And when the thing that is changing is uh, being a man or not being perceived as a man, if I'm using the correct phrasing, that seems like it's a unique perspective to talk about, let's say, androphobia. I think that coming at it from from the perspective of someone who, you know, spent so long like living, living, presenting as female that contempt towards men so much of it is based in fear and so much of that fear is based in experience right so so it's going back to the fact that men are you know to bring up murder again and this time it's me doing it but if men are more likely to be murdered men are more likely to be victims of violent crime men are also vastly more likely to of course be the the perpetrators of violent crime as well right so so when i think and you know correct me if i'm wrong alvin but when he says that like no we need to emphasize that this is a male problem it's because men are their own worst enemy the same way that men when it comes to violence are the worst enemy of people of other genders as well Right. So it, it's when we use the phrase misandry, it makes it sound like members of other genders need to step up and recognize the ways that men are disadvantaged when really it's like, no, men are hurting and men are hurting men. And are there ways that that people of other genders, particularly women, reinforce this? Absolutely. Again, you know, Bell Hooks talks pretty extensively about this. She talks quite a bit about the ways that uh, that mothers in particular kind of reinforce uh, harmful patriarchal uh, structures in their sons, but ultimately, who's swinging their fists, right? Who's actually committing the violence, and that's that's kind of what what men need to acknowledge if they're going to make a change on that front. Who yeah, controls the media messages? You know what I'm saying? Who who controls the media messages? You know who control who controls the government? Like women are 51 percent of the population. They're not 51 percent of any government seat in any state in any country. You know who controls everything. Like who's who's perpetuating that? I don't think that control question is one. I don't think it's necessarily one to one. And two, this goes back to a conversation that says something like, "It's um, not one to one." You're right. <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's substantially more outsized in favor of men than one to one. I what I mean is, I don't think that it's a hundred percent men in control of everything. That's what I mean. There's like some some significant amount of of influence coming from people that aren't men specifically in media less much less so in government but in media i would say that's not like zero a hundred but i would disagree the other thing like i i would say that's probably where your argument is is the weakest in stuff like media okay. and fashion like if you look come, at like I, the, if you look at the movers and shakers of like you can you can trace 
so much stuff back to like Sinclair and like News Corp and you know, like like it's 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 the web is very small and it's okay. It's no, so, so so and this is and this is going to be all right. I'll I'll for the purposes of this conversation, let me concede that. Let's say it's all men. My issue here is a point that's been made about white supremacy, which is that you don't need white politicians to, to enact white supremacy. You can have white supremacy in a nation that's run entirely by black people um, or Bags. people who are, who are non-white. So when it comes to the conversation around androphobia, the fact that powerful men are, have no issue with narratives that are harmful to men in general or less powerful men is not an argument against the existence of anti-male sentiments, androphobia, et cetera, et cetera. Like the Murdochs of the world not giving a fuck whether or not black men are imprisoned or poor men can't get like jobs that pay above minimum wage because they're not going into university and don't have pathways to alternative vocational skills. That's not evidence of anything other than that powerful, powerful people don't give a fuck about powerless people, which is true. So like back to the conversation about what are men going to do about it? If we want to say, yeah, look, androphobia, a lot of it is generated, safeguarded, and enacted by other men, strong agree. Still an issue. I don't think anyone's saying it's not. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, that, that, when it, I think we're inadvertently are. I think that's, for, yeah. I mean, I don't want to speak for nobody, but I think, you know, with what you just said, I think we're all kind of all on the same page. I saw Al, Alvin get the, like, you know, Alvin. but my whole thing is like, we've been saying that, like, this is a problem that men have got to tackle first and foremost before we expect anybody else to do something about it. And then, you know, we can, you know, get into like the male loneliness thing, because I think this is a good segue, is mm. is if guys are so lonely and anytime like a dude, like, you know, not anytime, but a lot of times when guys do speak out or they don't even feel comfortable with speaking out, expressing how they feel, like the trouble that they're going through, they feel lonely or because they don't want to reach out to friends or they don't want to try to make new friends because they'll feel like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Mm that's difficult because like guys have got to give other space to guys to be emotional and vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to go full 100 with it. You know, you know what I mean? Cause you know, mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, it's like, bro, like we need to give each other that space yeah. to be vulnerable, to be human beings first. And then yeah. once we actually have the space to be human with one another, we can actually be human to everybody fucking else. Instead of just being quote unquote men, which is, why we get i think which is why you know that wraps up the whole like men being the danger and then just the word men being thrown upon packaged in that danger that guys represent not only to themselves but to everybody else because mm -hmm. we're like we don't treat each other like fucking humans no yeah i think my only my only last bit would just be i agree it's on men men should be doing this thing all of this stuff that i'm categorizing as misandry is coming from guys out of the only thing I would say is for, for people of other genders, it's like, I say it's maybe 20%, maybe 25% of the issue. It's just like, don't stand in the way. And to your point, Finn, maybe that's not really happening that much outside of the internet, but I do see it a fair bit. I do see, like we just talked about something on the live where I very much think that a, a woman was looking down on male expression, mm -hmm. like a male expression of, of, of intimacy, of softness, of vulnerability. And I would say, look, is she the primary cause of this issue? No. Do I have more power to, to help men than she does to harm men? Yeah. Does she does she do wrong? Also, yes. And also, oh, yeah. I think I know. think people. Not sorry, good, sorry, Alvin, go, go ahead. Um, I, I was just gonna say I think people people of all genders do reinforce these systems, right? Like the the, the systems may be implemented by the most powerful group, which is generally speaking men, typically white men in particular, um, but everybody 
reinforces the status quo. Everyone is part of it. Everybody is, if basically if you're, I mean, the, the way the way that I've kind of put it before is when the, when the tide of society is moving in a certain direction, if you are not swimming against the current, you're moving with it. So if you're not doing the work, mm-hmm. you're part of the problem, right? Yeah. And, and I think that what, what this kind of showcases is, is, is one, if you want to hear Eddie talk about other people's secrets, you know, make sure that you're signed up for, for the Patreon, make sure that you subscribe on, on YouTube and Spotify. Um, but all of this, all of this patriarchy stuff, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very fragile system. I think that people are having a problem dealing with the fact that it is as fragile as it is. It's kind of a house of cards. And speaking of fucking cards, Ooh. Frank Alvin Underwood Ooh. with the House of Cards reference, we see you. Let's we see you. Go. He about to be president Saucy. soon. He looking for his Claire. Oh yeah. Ooh. So speaking of speaking of card games and that, um, some of y'all already know about this because we've been talking about it the last like week or so. But we've just created a card game for the podcast Ooh. that captures kind of some of the energy ah. that we have on this podcast. You know red flags who's waving them etc etc it's the it's a red flag card game so the premise of this is any conversation game you've ever played if you want to have conversations kind of like what we do on this podcast with your homies homegirls whatever dinner party you can ask yourself these questions so we're just going to play like a quick round of it uh while we're on the pod give you an idea of it we'll drop the link in the uh in the description for those of you who are interested in you know grabbing a, a pack a deck if you will yeah, the deck. Yeah, decks. That's what, I was like, what the fuck do you call a thing of cards? A deck of cards. Yeah, there we go. The, the thing of cards. Just like, you know. Yeah, you the know, thing of cards. You know, so if you want to grab yourself a thing real quick. You just know. grab a thing real quick. Just, you know, just do it. Just, gra- just make it grab happen. a thing of these. <laughs> That's the word, man. That's the word. So, is it a red flag if they sell drugs? No, absolutely not. No? Not at all? No, not at all. I... What, kind of, what they selling and what kind of way they moving? That's what I'm saying. Like you, you dating Griselda, like it's just nothing. Right? That's a, I feel like that's incompatible with a healthy relationship. Yeah, I mean, you what, can ask what's... all her ex husbands. I feel like that was a red flag. What kind of drugs and to whom? Like, yeah, it's yeah. Oh, there's there's yeah, yeah there's a lot of variables. I'm still like if she sells a here. little bit of weed, fine. But I'm if still she's like a cartel member, don't you don't know. you don't mind. She's selling a little bit of weed. I know. Oh, even that you think might be an issue. I ain't never date no girl that sold weed. I I think but, even that could be a red flag because it's not not necessarily yeah. like you're a bad person, but just yeah, no. you, there's a different element in your life that maybe I don't want to be a part of. Yeah, right. That's, well, I'm sorry, Button. I didn't realize that you didn't want to fuck with me like that. You sell drugs? Mm. No, I'm, I thought you were saying that like... You sell Plan B's. Alvin, goddamn, you telling himself on the podcast. What's going of course on? I don't sell, of, course, of course I don't sell drugs. But I'm just saying, I thought you were saying that <laughs> yeah. if I was willing to date somebody that sold drugs that you didn't want me to be a part of your life is I interpreted that. So, oh, that's you added some extra steps in there. I yeah. did. I, I 100% did. Yeah. I feel like I'm not even I'm not even considering weed a drug because like for me if 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 like I meet someone When you and, sell you know, it it is. Well, but but like when I live I live in Canada. <laughs> If I'm if I'm on a date, it's not a and, drug when you, know, you use like, it. But if you selling weed, well, that's a drug, it, baby. It's, you, you but it's like, but can't turn to on that ride, baby. So it's 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 similar. It's similar than it. Like if if you know, I meet someone and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, like I I, I sell weed up here. That's like saying I work at a pharmacy. Like it's it's just okay. oh you work at the dispensary. Like mm, you go in, it's thing. like a tea shop. A they get thing. like 
the the, the tins right. out. You get to smell them all. Like it's it's yeah. a whole. So like I don't even really consider weed a drug. Exactly. Or if you, you say or if you sell like you... fucking crack cocaine, I do think that's different than yeah. Even like a person that's like, oh, I, I you know I grow some some cool mushrooms. You want to try some? Like I think that's a little bit different than. It depends in, all on who tons. and where. Because if you got people I'm, coming by the crib, yeah, that's a little. No, don't don't shit. We eat at. You know what I'm saying. First of all, you gotta have a stash house. It, but that's what I'm. But my like, house. Yo, I ain't gonna lie though. Like you know what? I think I'm a little bit biased because I would date a girl that sold shrooms sooner than I would date a girl that sold weed. Because I feel yes. like like shrooms is like a higher clientele. It's like a I higher agree. end. Wow. Of, it's, is there earthier? Everybody no, wow. Exactly. Weed is kind of like, that's everybody. And you know, have you ever met everybody? That's like, it's a lot of terrible people within that category. Absolutely. Whereas mushroom people is kind of like, they're going to be more earthy. They don't wear shoes as much. A person who doesn't wear shoes is less of a threat, just tactically speaking. So Josh I'm is, a little bit less afraid. Josh is like, if they smoke crack, like that's a problem. But if they sell <laughs> pure cocaine, like zero issue that's why <laughs> that's the investment bankers at that point it's just exactly like, yeah it's like not a problem well, that's i guess there's some racial implications to that yeah that's what i'm saying like the, the, C- the ceos can come by the crib the ceos the can come CEOs. by the crib. you know that's fine that's vitamin cool. no it's like ketamine I'm... versus mushrooms like hmm. yeah look man I mean, ketamine hmm. damn i'm telling you man ketamine's an rc drug man damn man, okay theater squad you really you really a kingpin man i really off camera i really know what's up no you know what there was this one girl in college. <clears throat> I used to pick up a little dime sack from her every now and then. She was cool as yeah. fuck. Had a loft down downtown. Like she was cute. Like you mm-hmm, know back. I yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. But it would it would not be like uh, the the greenest flag. It would not be a necessary. I wouldn't consider that a green flag. That's for damn sure. Fair enough. No, ironically, but no. That a lot of that is because if you're what you just said was I would have sex with somebody who's attractive. But dating this person who happens to have a bunch of clientele coming by the house all the time, that just seems like a dangerous and bad, like, like, and not like one dangerous, but two, maybe not uh, conducive to a healthy relationship either. Like, I just feel like any person who does business out of their home, that's could be working at a dispensary is totally different than. I mean, like, I, you, you got you to reel that one back. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He, he, didn't, <laughs> say, he didn't say, he didn't say illegal business. He didn't give any qualifiers. Nope. Just says he didn't say business. illegal no. business. If he she makes soul say, food plates from out of her apartment, I feel like that's a bit of a red flag, too. She do hair out of <laughs> her apartment. Honest. Like, that's a that's an issue. Like, that's a fuck no. <laughs> well, no, you know what? I think. You got to reel that I one think back. There, bro. Mi- there might be there might be some androphobia. She do taxes outside of her. She do taxes out of her apartment, bro. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous, yeah. Who's taxes? What tax bracket? Please, Why don't you have what if, Please use a different word. I pre- I'm pretty sure you didn't use that right. <laughs> what if what if what if she sells drugs right. out of her apartment, but she yeah. she like ships them. So she just mails them to people. Oh, that's different. Oh, that's a that's federal a crime. Now you really getting everybody <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's different. Oh, that's fine. I I don't, okay, he's stupid. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. He You're right. That's he not basically just, said, <laughs> just say what you want to say, Eddie. This motherfucker is really okay. just saying he don't want other motherfuckers. Or he just don't want, he don't want other men around his girl is what he's saying. He just, he, and, he just and yes, yes. First of all, yes, but also, also around me. That's a, like if she, if they know where the fucking stash spot is, and it's my spot, or or where we live together, or where she lives together. That's a literal danger of robberies, thefts, and murders. 
that's what happens all the time to people who steal drugs. That's they so get bad. robbed. That's why have we have we gotten stations. into? Eddie was arguing misandry is real because he he like feels it every day of his life is basically basically what I'm <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Ben, don't do this. You basically just said oh, this. <laughs> don't do this, Ben. I've I done invited you on the podcast like three times. Come on, man. Don't don't turn against me. Uh, that means I've gotten comfortable. Team. I know. Yeah. No. <laughs> Introducing the fourth host of waving the red flag. Oh uh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Permanent fixture. I know. New King light skin. Okay. Oh, shit. I feel you on that, though. I feel you on that. Yeah. My reservations are pretty similar. Because I ain't trying to be around nowhere where it could potentially just be going to fuck down, especially not my girl. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we can hang out. We can kill you. to get mean, shot in your know, sleep. I'll be around niggas yeah. that sell drugs, you know, for, not all the time, but, you know, come on, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't live with them. New. You're not seeing them regularly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, not I in my big age. Time, you know what I'm saying? And are you around them while they're doing the drug sell? I mean, maybe Double you are, time, but like I, mean, I would say, know, yeah. okay, yeah, fair <laughs> yeah, enough. Yeah. I would say, yeah, not I would again, I not at my big age, person. but I've done yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? You know, there you go. Not at my mm-hmm. big age. We don't do you know, that shit no there more. There you go. I'm not, the same pers- I'm not the same person I was five years ago, mm-hmm. ten years ago, no, fifteen. Not even yesterday. Mm-mm. Five minutes ago. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I can't be here responsible for this. I can vouch for a whole new nigga right there. One hundred percent. Well. Fan put out a book with like bookmarks and shit in it. I'm, I'm, I, I was on Amazon right now. You know, I'm like, I got to step my game up. I bought a, Kim, right. a Kimberly Crenshaw book like, you know, two seconds ago. You know, I'm, right. I'm, matter I'm of ready. fact, matter Add of fact, cart. hold, hold, hold. <laughs> Are we pulling books out? <laughs> We're we doing the book tour. There you know, go. we got that's the next episode know, I, of Book Club. He going to read a passage. You know, I, know. I too. <laughs> he know what a cage I bird would sings. like to bring a, a topic that just so happened to, you know, cross my mind. You know, tell us. People just don't live in the now, and that's why. <laughs> well, actually, I can bring that one out next. But people just ain't been living in the now, you know what I'm saying? So that's why, you know what I'm saying, Eckhart Tolle is always presenting. They got to know about the power word. of it. You know what I'm saying? They don't mm. understand the power of the now, man. And that's oh why we God. have a lot of this suffering. And a lot of you brothers need to read this good old book. A lot of, well, actually, just a lot of people need to read this good old book and get in tune with spirituality. You know what I'm saying? Just, just something I have. You know, I just want to, you know, pull off screen too. You know what I mean? Just, it just happened to be lying just, around, so you like right well. there, you know. Yeah. And then this, this motherfucker Eddie just pulls out a Quran, just like you know, like. And then, <laughs> now, while we're trying to get right spiritually, Assalamu alaikum, my brother. You know, <laughs> you know it's what? the final call of the bean pie. Let's get, let's get it popping. <laughs> right. Last right. call for bean pies. Speaking of last call, we had time, ain't we? Yeah, we sure are. 10-4, man. Damn. Damn it. We got to get the fucking... we couldn't do the loneliness epidemic. Mm, we got to get... Hey, we got to have another episode on that. We got to get fan for loneliness what epidemic, have... man. Yeah. I would... I That's that's the one, that's the one I took notes on. Shit. That's that's Damn, the one okay. I took notes we're, on. We're going to schedule you in for another one. Don't life just do you like that? I'll tell you. Damn. Trust me. Trust See, that's trust... what I'm saying. Misandry, man. It's misandry, bro. That's what's happening to you. Fan, I, I also had notes on loneliness. <laughs> 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 I have nobody. Fucking, I have fucking studies pulled up. I have fucking, I'm doing Google Scholar lit reviews and shit. In were you were you looking at were you looking at I I, I gotta ask 2023 associations between social media use and loneliness and cross national population? Do motives for social media use matter? I will say that was, wow. I was interested. I was saying I was not looking at that. <laughs> okay. I was and and, right. and again I'm gonna close it out, but I was effectively looking at meta analysis on tactics for public health communications mm. because i because mm. i think that is a i think that is a master class in how you latch on to something that's in the zeitgeist of public consciousness for a public health initiative i got i got takes on that one 
Bet that. Bet that. Shoot, you know what? I was actually looking at my thoughts for that topic. <laughs> and on that note, if you are an individual that is talking to somebody that is using misandry as an equal and opposite response to women gaining more rights, autonomy, power in societal structures, you know, you may be seeing a red flag, but if you're a person that thinks that the patriarchy doesn't impact men at all and doesn't have any negative impact to men whatsoever, despite the fact that the onus may be on them, you may be waving a red flag. This has been Waving the Red Podcast. Um, make sure that you guys hit that subscribe button so that you can get the notifications as soon as we go live, as soon as the episode uploads. Make sure that you are looking at our membership options, joining the Patreon um, membership on YouTube as well as Spotify. Uh, it has been Eddie Budden with our mm -hmm. wonderful card game that was showcased here on the podcast. Mm. Um, all That's of them are a red good. flag. All of them are good, despite despite That's what Eddie play. thinks. You know, I think all of them are good. Uh, it has been it's, it's Josh, hours of fun with the whole family. You know, fifty two possibilities. Fifty two possibilities. Yeah. it may not even be fifty two cars in that day. We gotta quit saying this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is fifty two. It is. It is actually. You 52. sure it's fifty two? <laughs> I mean, I didn't count them, but you know, I know this two jokers in there. There's two jokers in there. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a couple jokers in there. Yeah, facts. And then we got Josh here again. Josh, wonderful color palette today, man. You really. You're really doing it real big, man. Really compliments your undertones. Immaculate, gorgeous. My heart, man. As always. I, oh, my God. Radiant. Thank you. And Bring last but certainly not least, Finn, always a pleasure. We got to have you back. Like, I, I really think we can have a really good discussion on, on some topics that we didn't get to today. Um, you want to let the people know where they can find you? Yes, absolutely. And please, please, because as soon as when I when I realized we weren't going to get to loneliness, I was like, <laughs> my, heart, my heart is broken. <laughs> it's like I was so ready. Um, but yeah, I am uh, at Fantastic Mr. Fox. My channel name is Swolsome. Um, I was on hiatus for a while there for school reasons, but I'm back. I'm posting on YouTube and I talk a lot about oh, masculinity and and all, all of those things. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. This was this was great. Yeah, Hell yeah. Here. Always great to have you. Don't forget Hell to yeah. do the, the like, comment, I'll subscribe. Yeah, you know yeah, saying? true. Subscribe, hit, like, hit the notification bell. You know? Bro, I, I definitely already said that shit. Eddie just oh, he, did, he did, he did, it. Yeah. He, did, he did, he did it. My fault, my fault. Shit, He's man, I've got you, you know man, I got your body all fucked up, bro. My fault, G. Yeah, sorry. I'm tripping. We did not oh, know God. the nature of your game. I God apologize. Damn. And then this motherfucker just messed up the whole meme, but also in like a real like Eddie like suave way. But it's cool, you know what I'm saying? You know? Hey, you know. Look, man. Shut the I just fuck say up whatever I gotta say. Shut the fuck up in 2024, man. Goddamn. Stop having oh. light skin on this podcast, man. Oh. I didn't know her. <laughs> The raggedy swamp monster, or whatever he said. I don't know her. <laughs> She's from the sewer, <laughs> bro. That shit was that shit was hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm gonna All start right. yelling back at you. All right, if you keep I keep it up with this shit. You just you raise your voice like that. No one's talking to you, crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Oh, man. Peace, peace, everybody. Next week, see y'all. It's a red flag.